Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash mi, the butthole. If you'd like to skip this initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below, you cheeky so-and-so, so please feel free to use them. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out this channel, and I can never express that enough. Let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And our first story is coming from Total Passion 4177. Am I the arsehole for pretending to not know my grandparents? Just for background information, when I, 19 female, was four years old, my dad died. At his funeral, his parents told me my mum, 28 year old at the time, and my sister, six years old at the time, that we were the reasons he died. They also kept his life insurance money that was supposed to go to my sister and I. Since then, my grandparents have refused contact with all three of us and the only form of contact I have with them is them sending me and my sister a $50 gift card to Walmart twice a year, birthdays and Christmas. The last time I received a gift card from them was on my 10th birthday and it was for Babies R Us. I haven't heard from them since. They live in Florida and I live in New York so I have no chance of seeing them either, at least I thought. Flash forward to present day, three days ago now, I was in Walmart near my house to get a few things for my mum. When I walked past the pharmacy, I saw my dad's parents. I tried to hide in the aisles because I didn't want confrontation, but they saw me anyway. They started asking me a bunch of questions about my family's financial situations and college, if I'm married yet, stuff like that. I responded by saying, I have no idea who you are. They looked angry and shocked by this, but told me who they were and after I told them I had no desire to talk to them and I didn't have anything to say to them anyway. I started walking away and was just going to leave it alone, but then they said, you are so disrespectful. We are your grandparents and you need to treat us better than that. Your mum did a terrible job with you. After that comment, I turned around and went off on them. I said something along the lines of, you are not my grandparents because you abandoned my sister and I after telling us we were the reason for our dad's death and you stole his money from us. Don't you dare talk about my mother either because she did an amazing job with us without any help from you two. I'd be happy with never seeing your sorry faces again. I started to walk away again and I heard my grandmother start to cry, but I kept walking. Am I the arsehole? They are technically my grandparents, but they did so many things that are unforgivable. Edit. Also, my dad was active in the military when he passed. The VA has been paying my sister and I a certain amount every month since his passing. I did not have access to the money until a year ago when I turned 18. To me, it doesn't seem like a coincidence that they showed up only a little while after I gained access to that money. Edit. Since a lot of comments are asking about how we recognized each other, I didn't recognize them necessarily. I heard the pharmacist say my grandfather's name when I was walking by. As far as them recognizing me, I'm not sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if they'd been stalking mine or my mother's Facebook to get any type of information possible. 
Now, coming into this one after just reading the story, you're definitely going to say not the arsehole in this situation. You don't know these people. These people essentially stole money from you and they said some really nasty things to you. So you're totally right to cut them off. You don't know them. These are basically strangers to you. And we see it a few times in these stories, you know, where long lost relatives who were toxic to you at one point come back into your life and seem to think, you know, everything should be normal. I don't know about the whole money side of the situation, but I do feel like there is more to this story as well. And the reason I say that is that, you know, you said about what they said initially, but then you came out with that they were still sending you like a a gift card, sort of a yearly kind of thing. And that got me questioning, why would they do that if they didn't care at all? And it just got me, it just got me thinking, is there more to this story? Is is the mum just been sharing her side of the story and that's what's come about? And in the comments, there's just lots of not the arseholes, blah, blah, blah. And then I found one comment, which I think, which I think is um, pretty constructive. So I'm going to read it out and then, you know, we could share our thoughts afterwards. And the right reverend says, almost definitely more to this story than you know about. First off, you were four when your dad died. You've grown up believing his parents blamed you and your mum. Where did that idea come from? At four, even if they had said it directly to you, you wouldn't have understood it. The idea come from somewhere slash someone else, either someone repeating it to you or someone making it up. I do know grieving parents say awful things sometimes, so it may be true that they said it, and it might even be that they meant it, but for you to grow up thinking this is wrong. Secondly, just because they didn't have contact doesn't mean they didn't want it. I know so many parents and grandparents that desperately want to be in their kids' lives, but are prevented. It's really hard to be blocked over and over, and I can't blame anyone for giving up. We don't know how long or how hard they tried. Thirdly, Babies R Us gift cards worked at Toys R Us. Fourthly, keeping the life insurance money is only possible if they were beneficiaries. Similarly to the first point, who told you about this? Who told you what the money was for and that they kept it? You were four when this was going on. You shouldn't have had to worry about it. By the way, probate law is super complex and almost always there is less money left over than people realize, especially if the departed had debts. You've grown up hearing your mum's side of the story. Even if your mum is the most wonderful person in the world, people are still biased towards themselves. It sounds like she shared a lot of stuff with you that, even if true, you shouldn't have known about. Are you an arsehole for going off at your grandparents? I don't think so. So I guess my vote is info, but you still need more info too. You owe it to yourself to sit down with them and ask what happened. And again, I still don't think OP's the arsehole in this situation because, you know, OP still doesn't know them regardless of what happened. But does she owe it to sit down with them and, and, you know, talk this out? I'd like to know your thoughts on this one. But now we'll move on to the next story. And this next story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for leaving a family gathering and insisting mother-in-law apologize over M&M's? I love M&M's, especially the crunchy ones. My wife, 34 female, and I, 31 female, have two wonderful children, four male and four female, twins. They were conceived with my wife's eggs, a known sperm donor, and I carried slash birthed them. Both kids ended up being practical clones of my wife, so it's pretty clear to everyone who contributed the genetic material. My in-laws had everyone together at their house earlier this month. We're all vaccinated, and the weather was nice, so we had a barbecue. My kids were outside playing with their cousins and sister-in-law, mother-in-law, and I were chatting in the kitchen. At one point, my two run inside from playing and ask if they can have some M&Ms that they see on the counter. I tell them, no, we'll be eating in 15 minutes. You can have them after dinner. They run back out and mother-in-law excuses herself to go outside. 
A little bit later, sister-in-law and I get the call that food is ready, so we go outside and I see my kids each have a little cup full of M&Ms that they are eating. I tell my kids that they knew they were not supposed to be eating those and took away the cups. Mother-in-law comes over and says that she gave them the M&Ms and that they can have them. To which I replied, no, they can't. It's dinner time. You were there when I told them no. Mother-in-law says again that they can have some chocolate. It's fine. And tries to take the cups out of my hands. We go back and forth with no, yes, no for a minute, prompting my wife to start walking over to us. Just in time to hear mother-in-law say in front of my kids, I'm saying it's okay. They aren't even your kids. They are wives. Just give them the chocolate. Wife had mother-in-law repeat herself and said something like, absolutely not, we're leaving. I put the M&Ms on the nearest table, grabbed both my kids who were now softly crying and started to pack our stuff. The whole event erupted into chaos. Father-in-law screaming about the disrespect of us leaving. Grandmother crying. Brother-in-law and sister-in-law arguing with father-in-law. Mother-in-law crying that her only daughter is abandoning her. It was a mess. After a couple of hours at home, the kids seemed okay. But mother-in-law saying I'm not their mum really scared them. Wife spent about four hours on rotating phone calls with all the other family. From father-in-law screaming at her, mother-in-law crying how he took her grandkids away over M&Ms and made her out to be a bad grandma. Brother-in-law trying to get in the drama. Grandmother depressed saying she would die without seeing her great grandkids again. Wife's message to all of them was that mother-in-law needed to apologize to me and to our children for what she said. We made it clear that we would have no problem spending time with grandmother and brother-in-law's family, but we would not bring the kids around mother-in-law until she apologized. As you can guess, the apology has not happened, but the phone calls of guilt trips, yelling and crying have not let up. I feel an apology is not even a big deal at this point, and at this point, mother-in-law is making the choice to not see her grandkids. I want to hold firm, but I know how hard this is all on my wife, even if I really don't think it's my fault. Am I the asshole for insisting on an apology? Now, you're definitely not going to be the asshole in this situation. Let's face it, the, the argument isn't about M&Ms. It could have been over anything because basically grandmother thinks that she has, she has more power, is that the right word, over you because she's the grandmother and, and she doesn't believe that you're, like, you're a true parent. So she thinks because she's the grandmother, she has more power over the child than you do, which is absolutely disgusting in my opinion. And it kind of revealed what mother-in-law, grandmother truly feels now, doesn't it? The way she thinks about the whole situation. So I would be very concerned about that and I would stand firm on apology and have a, a deep conversation with her about how you're feeling about this. And it may be a bit strong, but if someone said that to my partner, I would I would be strongly considering how I, how I feel about that relationship. But obviously it depends on family dynamics and stuff like that. You can't go too deep into that without knowing the full situation. But well done to your wife and well done to you. You are the parent, you are not the arsehole and let's move on to some comments so pt eternity says not the arsehole this was said specifically to inflict pain to diminish your family even after apology not sure with that homophobic behavior i'd see her again you birthed those kids she knew exactly what it meant when she said it and Kat Ler says, not the arsehole, the argument wasn't over M&Ms, it was about a mother-in-law disrespecting you as a parent. First by undermining you and then by openly stating that she doesn't even consider you your children's parent, despite the fact that you grew them, birthed them, and are raising them. She implied that in her eyes, the only family that counts is genetics, not the people who are there for you every day, support you, protect you, and love you unconditionally. 
Her attitude is disgusting, and I'm so sorry she confused and frightened your children like that. She was 100% the asshole. And Carbine Process 10,000% not the asshole. I'm giving your wife a virtual high five. Way to go for her to stand up for you against her family like that. Not gonna lie, but I sort of teared up a little when mother-in-law said that in front of your kids. What an awful, awful, awful thing to say. How traumatic for them to hear that. There's just so much wrong with what happened. You and your wife are doing the right thing by shelving hangouts with mother-in-law until she wises up and apologizes. Oh my God, that just made me so angry to read. Edit, put extra emphasis on your children. An animal person says, not the arsehole, you have a great wife to defend you like that. She's a keeper. And no jellyfish says, not the arsehole, it was not about M&Ms. It's about mother-in-law disrespecting your rules and going behind your back and ultimately offending you by suggesting the kids aren't even yours. Come on, you gave birth to them and you are raising them. Mother-in-law should really rethink her behavior and apologize. And Snoo says, not the arsehole, you didn't leave over M&Ms. You left over your mother-in-law stating in front of your children that they were not your children. And you did not have a right to parent them. That absolutely needs to be sorted out before you're around her again. Even if she doesn't use the words, I'm sorry, somehow, your mother-in-law needs to verbalize understanding that these are your children, and that you have a right to parent them. It sounds like she needs to reinforce that to her children as well. She crossed a huge line that she needs to acknowledge and that it was very wrong and it won't happen again. Again, for any relative who questions you, it's not about M&Ms. It's about mother-in-law stating that children were not really my children and I did not count as a parent. And now we move on to another story. And this next story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the asshole for calling out an unprofessional coworker? I, male 27, have been with this company for three years now and we recently hired a new girl, female 16. I say hired because she's working off the book and is only there because she's the daughter of a family friend of the CEO. She never talked to anyone seriously. In our group chat, small team, she would reply to the CEO's messages with things like, sexy, okay, got it, LMAO, okay. Exactly like that, no signing off or anything. She would write emails the same way, not bothering to use uppercase letters, and the email would always be bare bones of what she was trying to say. When people would explain things twice to her, she would cut them off and say she understood the first time. Once the CEO congratulated her for fixing something wrong with the Google Sheets and she said she just Googled how to fix it. There's also tons of other times where she asked how to fix something and said she just Googled it. Recently, I confronted her and said that all of this was a construct. She was getting the message across either way, so why does it matter if she's saying it in two words or 20? And I told her it was out of respect. She said that the people she respects know she respects them and if they didn't like it, she could apologize later. Throughout our messages to each other, she kept saying things like LMAO and continued to avoid the use of capital letters. I asked her what she would do when she got a real job and she said if the work environment didn't fit her, she would leave and she worked hard for the skill set to let her have that much power over a job. She ended the conversation by telling me to chill the fuck out my guy, it's not that serious. A few hours later, sent me a long paragraph about how acting professional created a weird-ass work environment, and if everyone was just chill to each other, we'd be much happier with our jobs. And why would we want to be miserable eight hours a day? I said whatever and ignored it for a few days until the CEO wanted us to fill out a form, and she had done it within 20 minutes. He sent a message praising her for how far she did it compared to us, and said we should be more like her, and she had the audacity to respond, and I quote, Chill out, bruh. <laughs> People are busy. They get it done eventually. Let them breathe. 
Finally, I confronted the CEO and asked him why he let her talk like that. And he said it didn't matter and she was only there to gain experience. I'm so sick of it. She's allowed to act however she wants just because she's the daughter of one of his family friends and she does whatever she wants. Every time I bring it up with my coworkers, they say to get off her back because she's a child. But she's the one who wanted to be part of a professional environment. Now, to her credit, she's pretty good asset to our team. Manages the social media, edit docs, helps with technology, a good programmer, and has a good skill set. But she's unprofessional. Am I the arsehole here? One of the first paragraphs jumped out to me and it felt like an attack on me as well. <laughs> it was like complaining about that she just tries to Google to fix everything. That's what I do. <laughs> I was just like, what? Even in my in my like other job where I do content creation, if I don't know something, I Google it and learn how to do it. That's the way I've just got by in life and learned the skills that I did. I Google them, go to YouTube and learn how to do it there. Surely it's the fastest way. Why are you complaining about that? And I don't understand why you're getting on her back about it so much. It's like, sure, you can give some advice on how to talk people in the workplace if you really want to. But no one else seems bothered by this. It just seems to be you. You're the only person that's bothered by it. And I don't, you're not this girl's boss. So you just basically need to back off. It's nothing to do with you in the end. And you approaching the CEO about it makes an arsehole and it made you look like an arsehole too. And I can see myself from some of the previous jobs I've been in. If someone was replying with LMAO or bruh chill and stuff like that, it, would, it wouldn't it would be looked at very professionally and they probably would get called up for it. But, you know, girl's 16, she's going to learn at some, she's going to learn at some point. And like she said, if the work environment doesn't suit her, she'd just quit. And that that's on her. That's her choice, you know. No one's bothered by it at the moment. So I, I'd suggest just leaving it alone. But I would have to say that you are the asshole in this situation to me. I don't know why you get yourself involved in it. But Coda5111 says, I might not be popular for this, but yes, you're the asshole. The people who she's talking to regularly have no issues with her and how she talks to them. So quite frankly, butt out. Meanwhile, she was being used as an example for being faster at something than you. She actually supported everyone else. You might want to take a step back and look at how professionally you are behaving towards her because it looks like the teapot calling the kettle black here. And Pumpkin Cottonball says, You're the asshole you said. She's a pretty good asset to our team. Manages the social media, edits stocks, helps with technology, a good programmer, and has a good skill set. This seems like an unnecessary amount of anger and frustration just because someone is unprofessional. If you already talked to your superior about her, and I don't see how there is anything else you could possibly do in this situation other than make people around you annoyed. It sounds like you're the only person at your workplace that has an issue with her behavior, which is probably a clear sign that you are overreacting sorry and slut for library says <laughs> what a name dude please stop trying to confront this girl that is 10 years younger than you why is there a stick so far up your ass also she was defending you and your co-workers in the last bit acknowledging that you all have full workloads and your boss needs to cut you some slack she has your back even though you're an arsehole you're the arsehole <laughs> and sanguine sephram says you're the arsehole and it's bare bones not bare bones spelt differently for podcast users if you're going to be a prick about how someone else writes and communicates be correct and toothbrush game says you're the arsehole this kid is going places and anonymous says you're the arsehole sounds like she's good at her job can do it fast can communicate concisely and you are mad about it also programmers are in such high demand right now she can get passes for all that communication and now what do you guys think about this one? What do you guys think about all today's stories? What are your verdicts on today's stories if you have a moment of your day to share them? If not, it's absolutely fine as well. 
Thank you so much for your love, your time, and your support for being here. It really changes the channel. So if you do have a moment, click that like button too. And if you do want to support the channel, you can click that join button down below for YouTube or head on over to Patreon and join there. Thanks again for your love, time, and support. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.